This is Black and Gold Rush, the podcast where we talk about all angles of New Orleans Saints football. I'm your host, Rachel Jones, and I've been a Saints fan all my life, so I know just how much this team means to our city, both as a former reporter and from my season ticket in Section 257. Whether it's breaking down game tape or telling an inspiring off-the-field story, I'm here for it because the Saints bring us together. Let's get going. Hello, hello, Houdat Nation. Here we are on episode 10 of Black and Gold Rush. First, I want to thank you for coming on this journey with me so far. Each week is a new story to tell, a new conversation that starts with our saints, but goes deeper in some unique way. I hope the episodes are leaving you not just more informed, but also more motivated and hopeful not just about the Saints' next football season, but about whatever's going on in your life. I'd love to know what you think. Make sure to rate and review if you're listening on Apple, or send me a DM. I'm at RachelW504 on Twitter and IG. As those around me can attest, I thrive on feedback. Today, I can promise you a dose of inspiration without a doubt from my guest, Tim Siegel. You may remember seeing his family's emotional and uplifting story on ESPN's NFL Countdown before the Saints and Chiefs played last season. So let me ask you something. Have you ever had a near-death experience? If you have then I'm sure you hug your family and the ones you love a little bit tighter today. Luke Siegel had his own near-death experience in 2015 after a modified golf cart crashed and landed on him. Life looks much different now for Luke and his dad, Tim. There's no playing sports together or even talking conventionally. And sleep is hard to come by for Tim. But with the help of none other than Drew Brees, Luke's hero, and the team the father and son love most, the New Orleans Saints, Luke continues to improve and be a light to everyone he meets. And Luke is even able to move his tongue at just the mention of Brees or the Saints. It's so heartwarming. After we did our interview, Tim introduced me to Luke on Zoom. And let me tell you, it was such an honor to see the love in their family firsthand, grateful for every day together, despite the enormous trials they face. Tim has even started a nonprofit organization, Team Luke Hope for Minds, to help other children with devastating brain injuries and give hope to their families. A former pro tennis player and tennis coach at Texas Tech, you'll hear Tim's five-part message, five inspirations from Luke, about how to make an impact in life no matter what pain you're faced with. So let's delay no more. Here's Tim Siegel. 
Well, Tim, I am someone who loves sports because of my father. So it's an absolute privilege to have you today. Welcome. So good to be here. Thank you so much for having me. So let's start with you and your son, Luke, and the root of your passion for sports and especially our New Orleans Saints. Tell us how that all began and where both of your competitive spirits come from. Well, I grew up in New Orleans, and when you grew up in New Orleans, you have no choice but to be a Saints fan. And actually, I remember going to Tulane Stadium to watch the Saints back in the early 70s with my father. I was actually at the game where Tom Dempsey kicked the 63-yard field goal in November of 1970, I believe. So the Saints go back forever for me, and and they are uh, they they have been such a passion of mine because I love sports. I played tennis uh, growing up in New Orleans. I played at the University of Arkansas and professional tennis. But football, especially the Saints, have always been my number one passion. And so, um, you know, I, I have a competitive spirit because of my involvement in the sport of tennis. And then, you know, I had three daughters and finally a, a son. And people joked around that my son would never love sports. Well, he not only loves sports as far as playing that playing it but he loves to follow it and loves to 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 talk to sports with me and he took the saints uh you know as much as i have and you know i have so many stories but the 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 ones that i remember the most with luke and the saints is that you know when the saints would lose a close game i was hard to talk to for for a while but you know luke Luke was the same way. I meant, I'll never forget when the Saints lost to the Falcons and um, we, Luke was in the car and didn't want to talk to anyone with tears down his face. So, you know, it means so much to him. Luke was a very competitive little athlete, loved football, loved baseball, loved to practice, loved to compete. So he was much like, like I was uh, and then some. And so his passion for the Saints equals mine. Wow, I love that. It's so it's so amazing that you were at the the Tom Dempsey uh, game where he kicked the the sixty three yard field goal. My dad was actually there too with his grandfather. That's such a small world, but you you speak about the competition and the genuine love of competition. That's such a beautiful beautiful lesson to instill in your children. So, oh, I um in twenty fifteen when you had just retired from your, after 23 years of coaching tennis at Texas Tech and Luke's accident happened. We know he was in cardiac arrest, his brain deprived of oxygen for about seven minutes. Tom Rinaldi told the story on ESPN. I mean, what did the doctors tell you and your wife, Jenny, about what to expect? Really, we were told to expect nothing. Um, that's what's so hard for me to even think about now. Uh, the accident happened on July 28th, 2015, just 20 days after I resigned from Texas Tech. And I only resigned for one reason, so that I could spend more time with my children. And I had taken a job to coach middle school and high school, and mainly just because my children were going through school at that time. Uh, and, and so, you know, for me, it's hard to really describe when people ask me what the diagnosis, what the prognosis was when this happened, the simple answer is that there was no prognosis. Luke was in cardiac arrest for seven minutes. 
after spending 44 days in Lubbock, we were transferred to Cook Children's Hospital in Fort Worth. And after being there for just five days, we had a big meeting with the nurses and the therapists. And finally, the, neuro- the neurologist spoke and said, I hate to be their bearer of bad news, but based on Luke's MRI, he will never use his limbs, never use his voice, and never open his eyes. So that's what we were told then. And I never believed it for a second. So although the MRI said what it said and showed what it showed, I just had this, this strong feeling that my little buddy, my little fighter, my little athlete was going to do more than what they were told, what we were told. And shortly after, maybe about two months later, he began to make a sound. And then uh, a couple of times we would see some leg movement, but overall, not enough to keep us there. So we were only at Cook Children's for four months. So five months after the accident, we did come home. Um, but, but I know this, that even today, Luke will continue to do more because of people like you that share our story, that, that offer up uh, prayers, and then also because of who Luke is and, and the fact that he is a fighter and that he is you know, somebody that will never quit. Um, that I believe that he'll continue to inspire and make an impact uh, on so many people at the same time, uh, improving every day. Never quit. I mean, that's just, it's amazing that you, when the doctors basically told you to expect nothing, but you just refused to accept that. I mean, this is your, your son. It's not an option to, to just to quit. I mean, it's not an option. No, it's not an option. At the same time, there are moments, you know, where you just, you're, I'm just so deprived of sleep. Oh. I'm always tired. I sleep next to Luke three nights a week, uh, get up at least once or twice, you know, to turn Luke, mm-hmm. uh, giving meds, giving feeds throughout the day. We do therapy three times, uh, excuse me, um, generally two to three hours a day. You know, Luke goes through a lot. Um, you know, I always think about his quality of life. I always think about what is he thinking? What is he, what are his feelings? Is he angry? Is he sad? Is he confused? But it was just a few years ago, I asked Luke, move your tongue if you think the Saints are going to win today. And out of nowhere, he moved his tongue. And so that was sort of the beginning of you know, my realization and others that, that Luke is in there, that Luke understands. Yes. You know, Luke, move your tongue if your stomach, stomach hurts and he'll move his tongue. Uh, Luke, move your tongue if you want to listen to Bruce Springsteen, my favorite, and he does not move his tongue. Uh, <laughs> move your tongue if you want to hear Ed Sheeran, Luke's favorite, and he'll move his tongue. Oh. So even even today, we, we're getting a new wheelchair, and I asked him, is he comfortable? And he moved his tongue. So, you know, I want more communication, certainly, but at least we have this. Hey, I bet even when he moved his tongue, that was, I mean, I bet you could have done almost anything, you know, lifted any heavy object or, you know, run a marathon, you know, I bet, I bet you could have done almost anything that day. Like, absolutely. Yeah. So, but what I really hope listeners understand from today's podcast is how the saints impact people's lives through more than just their play on the field. So Tim, tell us about receiving a video message from Drew Brees and what it did for you and Luke in that moment in the hospital. It was in the hospital, right? 
Yes, about seven days after the accident, I reached out to the saints and someone else also did. Mm -hmm. And I just asked if Drew Brees would send Luke a video. Mm -hmm. And it was probably about 10 days later, they were at camp and uh, all of a sudden I'm in, in, in Luke's hospital room. And suddenly I look at my phone and there's a video message from Drew. And basically the message said, Luke, I'm praying for you. I've heard about your story. I can't wait for you to come to a Saints game, cheering in the stands. Uh, I'm praying for you. And so that was special because obviously Luke and I, any Saints fan, understands how much Drew Brees means to the Saints. But what people don't realize is what an incredible person he is. And Luke and I made a deal that we were going to go see the Saints play uh, for the rest of our lives, at least one game a year. And we made it to three games. 2015, we missed. But in 2016, we were invited to go see the Saints. And so we went to practice. And Drew came up to us after practice, talked to Luke and told him he was going to throw, throw him a pass one day. And, you know, that was pretty special. We, we, we got to go in the field the next day. We went to the game. Uh, and, and that was amazing. Well, the following year, we went to the Saints game again against the Bears. This time, Drew had asked if Luke would go into the end zone prior to the last play of practice. He threw a pass in the end zone to Luke's friend. Mm -hmm. who then handed it to Luke. So Luke received a pass from Drew. Drew had told him he was going to do that the year before. But the best part was he came up to Luke and said, Luke, after we beat the Bears tomorrow, I'm going to get you the game ball. And that game ball is sitting in Luke's room. So, you know, Drew, we've done this now from 2016 uh, until just last month. You know, we have been to nine games. Eight of those were with Luke and some of my family. We went to the playoff games. We went to a game every year. We went to camp uh, a couple of years ago. Drew has come to Lubbock to do an event for us. Uh, you know, he, he sends text messages to us. So I, I cannot even begin to tell you what he has meant to us. And I think that the, uh, the thing that I remember telling Drew when I first met him was that next to therapists and nurses and doctors, Drew was the most important person in Luke's life. And I may have understated that. I think Drew now may be the most important because when Luke is not engaged or if he's unable to open his eyes, the therapist will ask Luke, Luke, can you do this for Drew? Can you do this for the saints? And and he'll either try to open his eyes or he'll react in a way because he heard the saints and he heard Drew Brees. So uh, I can tell you that um, there's not an athlete in the world that means to means more to Luke than, than anything. There's, there's just an impossible, it's an impossibility for anybody to understand how important this particular person is in my son's life and helping him get better. It's really hard to describe. Wow. So he really is his hero. Uh, I mean, that's, it, it sounds like that that is the best way to put it. Well, there's no question. And I told him that, and I've told many people that that Drew is Luke's hero. And mm-hmm. I've, I've sent messages and videos to Drew showing him um, when I'll ask him, can I hear your voice? Can you, can you, can you try to open your mouth? And can I, hear, can I hear a sound and do this for the saints? And he will try. He will mm-hmm. try hard. Um, he and I had that special bond. We didn't miss a game. We talked about trades. We talked about free agency. We did all mm-hmm. that ages seven, eight, and nine. We still have a bond when it comes to the saints. I just don't get the same response, but I certainly let him know how we're doing. 
and how the season goes. And um, obviously, um, this year, including the last three, were, were four tough endings. Yes. But I can tell you this, that what Drew has done for the city of New Orleans in the last 15 years is pretty incredible. What he has done for the organization is incredible. But really, what he's done for us in the past five you know, is, is much greater than what he has done on the field, at least for us. No doubt about it. I mean, he is truly a, an ambassador for the entire city of, of New Orleans. And, you know, a, a, as of this recording, he hasn't made it official that he's going to retire. But it's uh, for, for the past 15 years, he's transformed this franchise both on and off the field. And certainly for for people like Luke and like you, you felt you felt his impact in life-changing ways. And we're, we're so happy for that. So I, I, I do want to ask you, you've been a Saints fan your whole life, you said, but I know y'all also have a connection to Patrick Mahomes because of your time coaching at Texas Tech. Tell us about that and how Patrick has been there for Luke. Luke and I would go to practice, you know, when I would finish Texas Tech tennis practice, we'd go over to football practice and I'd take Luke with me and, and we would practice, we would watch Patrick Mahomes in 2014. When the accident happened in 2015, you know, I took Luke to practice and, and Cliff Kingsbury is a good friend of mine and he invited us to practice and Patrick would come over and talk to Luke and, 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 and do special things with Luke. I have a picture with Patrick and, and Luke in, in the hallway or in the tunnel in Cowboy Stadium before Tech played Baylor uh, a couple of years ago. And, and the greatest thing that Patrick ever did for us is for the My Cause, My Cleats that happens every year, he wore Team Luke Culfer Mines on his cleats. And he has never played a football game without, on his right hand, Team Luke Culfer Mines bracelet. And that means so much to us because uh, this organization, that I am the executive director of, you know, it's about raising money to help others, but it's also about raising awareness. And Patrick Mahomes has certainly done that for us. And, you know, to see him in the Super Bowl and and every other game that he plays, uh, you know, wearing that bracelet, uh, we've had stories among stories about, about what Patrick means to us. And, you know, we're, we're diehard Saints fans, but the Chiefs are right behind. And that's a perfect transition, actually, uh, to talking about your uh, nonprofit organization called Team Luke Hope for Minds, um, because March is uh, Brain Injury Awareness Month. And of course, we want to talk about everything that um, you're doing uh, with Brain Injury Awareness Month. Um, so Team Luke um, raises awareness and gives hope to other families whose children have suffered brain injuries. So Tim, what's that part of the journey been like for you to be able to make an impact on other families? You know, I didn't know the first thing about foundations or nonprofits. And I was told maybe a year after the accident, if I would consider starting a a nonprofit. And what it's done is it's given me more energy, and some passion back. And so I started the Team Luke Foundation in January of 17. I then got a hold of a woman named Rhonda Johnson, who had Hope for Minds, a similar nonprofit with similar message and mission. And so we merged. And then in January of 2018, just three years ago, we started the Team Luke Hope for Minds nonprofit, which supports children after brain injury. And in the last three years, 
we have granted over $750,000 to children who have suffered brain injuries like my son, golf cart accidents, um, ATV accidents, accidents at home, car accidents, non-fatal drownings. And we have reached now children in 28 different states. And already this year, we have had over 40 applications. So we're able to provide emotional support. We're able to provide uh, financial support, education, support groups, counseling. And more than anything, I'm able to, to give parents hope. I hear about their stories. And I know that based on our experience, that to not ever believe that your child isn't going to improve, that the brain can and will heal. It's hard for me because sometimes what happens is it takes me back to the accident and the, the five months in a hospital. But I know now that I guess in some ways I don't coach tennis anymore. I just coach a different team, Team Luke Cult for Minds. And I'm just so grateful for the Drew Brees, all the New Orleans Saints, really, but but also Patrick Mahomes, Elvis Andrews of the Texas Rangers um, has donated uh, money for every hit he got last year. Of course, now he's with the Oakland A's. Mm -hmm. And then so many tennis players. My background as a professional tennis player, uh, we have reached out to so many. Roger Federer, Djokovic, Federer, uh, Nadal, they've all sent videos to Luke. But we've had some really special people do more than just send videos. Andy Roddick did an event for us. The great Andre Agassi did an event for us. And then just last year, John Isner also did as well because we have to raise money in order to be able to help other families. Uh, most of our money so far has come from events. And so we've been very fortunate to be able to have such amazing people uh, give their time. And, and what I've always said is that Luke has impacted and inspired a lot of people that I, I've learned that on Facebook. I've learned that, you know, on our, on our site, pray for Luke Siegel. I've learned that in a lot of different ways, when I'm in Lubbock, Texas, walking around and people come up to me and say, hey, I want you to know that you've changed the way I parent or my child now prays. So those things are important. But I also know that these athletes have inspired Luke and Luke has inspired them. And, and for that, I'm, I'm forever grateful. And, and really, I will never take that for granted. I love that. Wow. So it really is an incredible, incredible thing you've got going on. Um, so tell our listeners about the initiatives that Team Luke um, has going on for Brain Injury Awareness Month and if they're able, how they can help. Yes, Brain Injury Awareness Month is the month of March. And actually here locally, um, our mayor, Dan Pope, has mm -hmm. instituted March 3rd as Team Luke Hope for Minds Day. Luke's favorite number is three. Mm -hmm. And so on that day, we ask people to wear the color green or Team Luke Hope for Minds merchandise. We have merchandise on our website, teamlukehopeforminds.org, where they can also donate. On, in the month of March, we are asking people to donate $3 in honor of Luke. And then if you donate $33 or more, you will also receive a Team Luke Hope for Minds t-shirt. So, you know, it, there's a lot of things that we're trying to do also, whether it's restaurants in town, they're doing things for us. But my goal is to connect people with the month of March, with the fact that March is green, green and March, brain injury awareness month, the way that people associate pink October with breast cancer. Mm -hmm. We've got a long way to go, but this is a start, certainly in Lubbock, certainly in Texas. And I would love for everyone in Louisiana 
and 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 everywhere that mm-hmm. uh, w- would think about us in March, certainly the month of March, to, to go on the website, teamlicoforminds.org, and you can donate $3. Uh, we'll have more information coming as well. But, uh, you know, March is an important month for, for, for everyone that associates with brain injuries because what people don't realize, brain injuries among children is much more prevalent um, than, than anyone could ever imagine. Right, right. One in 500 school-age children each year receive a head injury severe enough to be hospitalized. So teamlukehopeforminds.org, $3. I mean, who doesn't need a little more green for St. Patrick's Day in March too? You know, very, very strategic. I'm studying public relations, you know, so very, very strategic. But Tim, as we we close, I, I know that this road that you you and your family have been on has been un i mean unimaginable i mean nothing that you could have ever predicted i mean while so many people would just want to throw in the towel i mean here luke is defying expectations i mean just the, the stories that you told about him moving his tongue every time you mentioned the saints i mean or drew Brees, his hero loving and supporting him i mean just do you have a final message for us about luke's journey you know i speak to a lot of students college teams uh businesses and i have a five-part message it's called five inspirations from luke Find your passion. Don't ever quit. Lean on friends, family, coaches, siblings, counselors to uh, make good choices. And number five is to have faith. And I think that for me, I have to remind myself for all five that my message is simply that although I never dreamed in a million years that I would have my son unable to talk, unable to play sports, I also know, though, that he's making an impact on so many, so many thousands of people all over the country, all over the world. And I can't lose sight of that. Although I am devastated that I live with pain every day. Pain sits in my stomach, sometimes comes up to my throat. Uh, I'm exhausted. I'm tired, but I'll never quit because that little boy that I wake up to never quits. And he's gone through so much, so much every single day. Um, It is painful. I can come across as very strong, but I can tell you in the middle of the night, some days, um, I really have a hard time. Uh, it, it, it's, it's incredible that five and a half years later, I still wake up sometimes and can't believe this actually happened. But I have two choices. One is to sulk and lay in bed or two is to make a difference and then also to give Luke the best opportunity for life that we can. And so I'm, I'm able to do both of those things and, and I will never take that for granted and I'll, I will never stop helping others until I take my last breath. Oh, wow. What a powerful message. Never stop helping others until you take your last breath. Well, Tim, I I just can't thank you enough for for being with me today and know that we are praying for Luke and for your family and wishing you the absolute very best. Thank you again for, for being here. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening to Black and Gold Rush. Make sure to subscribe on the podcast app of your choice and leave a rating and review. Also, I'd love to connect more. Come say hey on Twitter or Instagram at RachelW504 and let me know what you thought of this episode. For show notes and more, head over to my website at rachelwjones.me. Until next time, ooh dat.